hey, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. And you know how the saying goes. Happy St. Patty's from a couple of jock boy daddies. <laughs> Introducing your host, Daddy London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as delirium tremens and St. Patrick's Day. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Let's talk about you a bit. Yeah, okay. I, okay, I feel... So you're, you're opening up with that, but you're wearing just a full suit... In one color. Right. And you know there's there's a holiday coming up. And you know that green is the color for, for St. Patrick's Day, right? Um, I think that's that's a sort of like a regional thing, I believe. Where are you from? You're from like like the bayou or something? Like a swamp. No, America. America. Yeah, but you like from the swamplands. Yeah, I think in the swamplands it's you wear green on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And but for the rest of the for the rest of the time you wear just a just an ugly brown. Yes. Yeah. So it like a dead I mean, like a dead leaf sort of brown. So you and yeah, just and a you, pile of shit. Like you try to look like a pile yeah. of shit. No, and I I see the what you've plastered onto it there. But I'm Well that's guess, the poop emoji hat, you know. That's right. As I feel like maybe because you come in strong saying, let's focus on you, London. But I, your outfit, you never dress up for the recordings. So do you want to talk about yours or do you want to just focus on me? Well, I mean, there's, I've, I don't, there's not a whole lot to talk about. You already talked about this holiday is coming up just in a couple days. And so right. I'm definitely going to be wearing my holiday outfit. And okay. right after this, you know, I'm going to the pub for a um, like St. Patrick's Day themed pub quiz thing right and you're you're confident about your knowledge of yeah geeks who stink yeah 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 and you but you're comfortable in your knowledge of you know being able to answer questions about the holiday oh yeah what's the famous color associated with the holiday deep poopy brown um what what famous thing what famous small little creature is associated with the holiday jackalope those the uh the rabbits with horns or yeah. whatever yeah um well you know the what's the what's the famous drink that's associated with it big red right so rc cola as well yeah the two the top okay i you know my experience has been different but you know i know that you are it's a read again like you're from the swamplands which i think it's a little different it's like how in some parts of arizona they don't acknowledge daylight savings time. So they're like in one time zone, one, you know, one part of the year and then in another time zone, another part of the year. In that same way, you grew up with this expectation that like everything is green and you've got a little, what, what's your, a little boy running around or something like that? What is, what does your kind of swamp people do? 
Uh, I mean, there's the sort of the classic mythology of it is that, you know, a leprechaun. Is that what you're talking leprechaun. about? Leprechaun. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's, again, it's not really like part of the culture of the rest of America, but yeah. Yeah. Lepre- well, the leprechaun. Con. I'm going to yeah. remember that. He's yeah, like the, a little leper, like you can't touch him or something. Yeah. Um, well, he, he, he's, he has leprosy and he will try to con you um, sort of as a last ditch. It's, uh, yeah, it's, anyway, it's tradition, but I get that you have your own way of honoring the tradition, and I don't want to get in the way of that. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, so that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Did You Do in the House? Yeah, Geeks Who Stink. Yeah. Yeah, Geeks Who Stink. Yeah. Yeah, Geeks Who Stink. Yeah, Geeks Who Stink. Geek, For the rest of the time, you wear just a, just a ugly brown. Ugly brown. Yeah, geeks who stink. Ugly brown. Yeah. Yeah, geeks who stink. Ugly brown. Yeah. tells me we can expect a special guest is that right that's right dr london and also instead of a four-leaf clover we've got a classic five-leaf looking thing you know what i'm talking about something that you maybe like roll up a little bit you know what i'm talking about yes uh a fruit roll up is that what you're getting at uh you could probably smoke out of a fruit roll up i feel like you could do that smoke weed every day okay i yeah, anyway, uh, so before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note written um, in my lawn on the parts where someone had apparently salted the earth so that nothing could ever grow there again. Uh, the note reads, quote, Growing up, we couldn't afford bread. We just ate mayonnaise with a spoon and drank hose water, end quote. So, um, first of all, thank you so much this listener for reaching out here on the Jock Talk podcast. Uh, we, you know, we love to hear back from our listeners. To answer your question, um, you know, I'm sorry that budget constraints have limited your meal plan so much to just, just a spoonful of mayonnaise. Um, if possible, I would say try to throw some more food groups in there. Uh, you know, the, just the one that, you know, you want to have your, your vegetables, your grains, all that kind of thing. Uh, though I understand. Yeah, because I think like on the food pyramid, like mayonnaise is like the third biggest one. You know what I mean? That's it's not the only one. No, it's it isn't the only one. You know, there are fruits and vegetables that you've got. To... Sugar, meat, mayonnaise, and then like uh, fish. Yeah, no, f- fish is. You, you want to? Yeah, you ha- have a lot of these food groups. And so, um, and also, I should say, you know, hose water usually, at least in, in the states, usually hose water is okay, unless you're in one of the areas that have had problems with this. Um, Anyway, uh, I understand. But I mean, like, I don't know. What if this per like, why are you insisting that this person suddenly, you know, have normally sandwiches? Like, what if they're trying to just watch carps? And so that's why they're not eating bread. 
I mean, we know the reason they're not eating bread is because of their money, but like, couldn't that also be a benefit is that they have a true keto diet? That's what I'm doing. So you're avoiding carbs and eating spoonfuls I eat the of content. Mayonnaise. I eat the contents of sandwiches rather than sandwiches. You mean peanut butter and jelly? I eat a peanut butter and jelly every single day, and it's a mess. Stuff okay. goes everywhere. Yeah, I guess I, you know, I guess I hadn't considered it. But uh, if you're avoiding carbs and you just are eating spoonfuls of peanut handfuls. butter, handfuls, handfuls okay. of peanut butter and jelly, handfuls of meatballs and marinara sauce and and mozzarella cheese for my meatball sub. Right. No, and that Philly cheesesteaks hurt so bad. They are so hot. Yeah, that that does sound painful. Do you? And you have no method of because you're avoiding carbs. So you don't want anything that can. Like, have you tried just a fork? Have you thought of just using you a fork? You don't eat a sandwich with a fork. You just eat a sandwich with your hands. It's it's finger food. That's part of the appeal. But, yeah. No. Okay. Um. So anyway, if we could, you know, move on because. You know, today's topic is pretty important. Um, now for today's medical topic, chronic mesenteric ischemia. So chronic mesenteric ischemia, it's also called intestinal angina, uh, refers to episodic or constant uh, intestinal hypoperfusion, which is when there isn't enough blood reaching the intestines, and uh, it's usually due to mesenteric atherosclerotic disease. So I had a French dip, like uh, okay. you know, like a French dip, which you you dip into stuff, but I had to do that with my hands. Oh. So I had the contents, you know, I had like beef and whatnot, and I'm di- I'm stuffing that in. So is it the dipping you, sauce? You say hands, because to dip, it sounds like everything is a dipping situation. So are you dipping one handful into another handful? Everything is two handfuls. I would never eat a sandwich without two hands. That's just irresponsible. Ten and two. You're supposed to have your hands at ten and two. But yeah. Uh, yeah i mean i'm just dipping i'm I'm dunking both of my hands into the dipping sauce okay but the dipping sauce is in okay that's in a bowl you you have something contained oh yes at some point in the process that's just a normal normal dipping sauce okay and you're dipping it's about carbs i'm not getting the carbs you know what i mean yeah and you aren't using cutlery you know no silverware either yeah no carbs no cutlery and a, that's that's a, a true keto diet then. Paninis are very painful, very painful. And I haven't figured out a way around that. Okay, cuz for that you're you're putting them it, I guess this this begs the question. Are you sure that you can call it a panini if it's if there is no no carbs, no bread? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about I'm talking about sticking my hand on the grill. Cuz I've got like a, you know, a griddler like George Foreman type of thing with the, you know, like a panini press. Yeah, and then so yeah. I stick my hands on the bottom part and then I close it, which gets the top part. And it hurts like hell, Dr. London. But that's the sacrifices you have to make to have a body like mine. That's true. Um, no, and you know, Sorry, I don't people... mean to interrupt your medical lesson to talk about my rock and bod. I know. And I, I don't give you enough, you know, avenues to bring that up. But, you know, you should be proud of your body. That's, you know, what what you've done is impressive. Uh, and it was so clinically with with chronic mesenteric ischemia, uh, patients classically present um, with complaints of dull, crampy, postprandial epigastric pain, and that means 
pain below the sternum after meals. Uh, and that's usually within the first hour after eating. This is because... Are you are you describing uh, a disease, Dr. Lennon, or are you describing yourself? Having pain below my sternum after eating? Oh, yeah. No, no. so I'm describing... that. That's a description of chronic pain. I don't normally have that. Is that... Okay. No, just like you're... I'm saying like you're you're a pain in my lower area or whatever. Okay, so really it would be you that you're uh, the disease. So it's below. The you're sternum. a disease on this planet. Yes, that should be eradicated. Okay, well this this is starting to get a little, little hurtful. Where's my London vaccine? Damn, son. Okay, uh, so so they. They have that pain within the first hour after eating because there's increased demand for blood flow in the digestive tract while the body's digesting food. Significant weight loss may occur because of this pain uh, because it's associated with meals. And patients will often decrease their food intake to to stave off that pain. Wow, Um, that's a great dieting technique. I might might need to add that into my keto diet. So this is clogged Having just a pain every time that I eat, which encourages me to eat less. It's like people getting hypnotized to like quit smoking by like oh the taste of smoke tastes like uh, dirt or something. Yeah, but but in this case it's because parts oh, of your intestinal tract yeah. are dying. My from arteries lack of are blood. clogged. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be a really creative way to to lose weight. At, yeah. Anyway, so, so so diagnosis of chronic mesenteric ischemia is with uh, mesenteric arteriography. And definitive treatment is with surgical revascularization. Um, and that can lead to pain relief in 90% of cases. So, you know, there's, oh, I, there's treatment. I, I understand your issue with what I'm saying. This is a body positive show, and I do want to say that. Yeah. But that also means being okay with me getting a disease where every time I eat, it really, really hurts. It hurts like hell. Yeah. I, and so, I mean, the preparation of the meal hurts like hell because I've just got my hand in a panini press. And everything I eat just kills my stomach because I'm my clogged arteries. This is a win-win. And that is my right. So, sorry, guess, but I had to stand up for myself. Yeah, and I guess, I, I guess I'm sorry for being critical. Because in my mind, it doesn't sound like a win-win. It sounds like a lot of pain throughout the process no pain no gain right that's a thing yeah yeah that is people people do say. anyway do you want to do you want to go ahead and move on from from the, unless do you want to keep talking about the uh i mean your grilling habits no we let's, let's I mean, move on do you have that. a question is i don't understand are you getting at something or no, I did. I want to make sure that you were finished because I'm I'm done with explaining chronic mesenteric ischemia. I think. Yeah, I've got, I mean, don't you want to ask me a question? You don't have a maybe a question about me or something. Just in general, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so with this diet of yours, uh-huh. uh, how are you incorporating that into your celebration of the holiday? You're up? asking what kind of sandwich am I going to eat on St. Patty's? Yeah, is there a traditional dish? Yeah, po' boy. Okay. I get, that sounds less painful, I guess. Than... The St. Patty's po' boy? Yeah. No, I, um, once again, just not necessarily the, the dish I associate. But uh, we, we can and I wouldn't. I don't know. It's hard to say. Is my hands in the deep fryer more painful than my hands in the grill? I don't know. So I don't want to say it's actually less painful. 
So, so your diet requires you to be having your hands in every part of the process of food preparation, of cooking. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't need a plate or anything for a sandwich. That's the whole point. It's portable. It's finger food, Dr. London. You, you think that having your hands involved is, like, in, in avoiding calories, like, that's the point of a no-carb diet? No, I just, I love sandwiches. And so I knew, like, getting rid of carbs, I was going to have to get rid of sandwiches, except for I found a little trick. One little trick that doctors won't tell you, which is use your hands for sandwiches. As sandwiches, really. In, and, yeah. Because in the grilling process and in the frying mm-hmm. process. And, uh, well, I, I can't recommend that to, you know, to patients. But, uh, you know, if, if you've... If you like that, I guess, you know, keep on if, if that's your preference. Thank you. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move okay. on. Okay. Uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. And I will even say, even though you hate that I say this, Dr. London. Okay. That we have the coolest cat around. Not- I, don't, I don't think you've said that. Yeah, but I knew I knew as I was saying it that you were hating it. You were saying, "Oh, no!" It's because you want it's us to be to... stuffy and professional, and you hate that I unbutton my top button and let my collar loose. Yeah, it's just you know sometimes I feel On like my you... brown my poop brown suit. I feel like you bring in sometimes a sort of an unprofessional vibe, but I feel like that's also the role you play. Like we're trying to make this more appealing to to the everyday person so that they can care about chronic mesenteric ischemia as well. Oh, we're we're not we're not marketing to the average person anymore. We're marketing to sailors, fishermen. Yes. Okay. I didn't We pivoted towards that a while ago. I thought you would knew that. Boat people. Boat big in boat culture. Yeah, yeah. Boat swain. Okay. Um well anyway, uh I'll, I'll I guess I'll bear that in mind and try to use the right terminology going forward yeah um maybe say ahoy instead of hello yeah uh all right uh, ahoy there my name is dr lemonsmith.com and this is our producer cameron or i guess maybe i'd be kind of like the captain of the ship and then mm-hmm. cameron maybe your first mate so cameron cameron would be also on the ship um but what was your i'm a passenger ahoy yep Oh, hello, hello, hello. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. My name is Darlene Toot. Thank you for having me on. I am a territory manager to the Southwest for garlic, and I'll do anything to make a sale. Okay. Well, uh, that That's your opening pitch is that you can, you're can you going to do anything for a sale. So let's, we can back up a little bit. So you're in the garlic industry? Yes, I am. I um, I work for a website called garlic.com backslash raw, and I am here to inform you about the health benefits of garlic and try to make a sale. Like I previously said, I'll do anything to make a sale. Well, I want to know before, I mean, do you, before we even get into the intricacies of, of, of garlic and the health benefits, um, like, do you have clients already? Like, do you, do you work with any big companies? Are you providing garlic to like Olive Garden or something? Yes, I do manage the Olive Garden account. I do. That is a big one for me. I usually make my um, annual commission on their Christmas order, if you know what I mean. 
Is, is that the order that they place on Christmas? It is the biggest one. They always do a special sale where if you come in to Olive Garden in the month of December, they will give you a raw clove of garlic and they will hide it on your person so you can find it when you get home. Wow. I have wondered because I, I have gone to Olive Garden you know, during that time of year and then I've been very confused whenever I get home and I have garlic on me and like, you know, uh, I'll, I'll go with family members and stuff and they will all, it's, I thought it was a vampire thing. Yeah. I, that was, I'm not crazy about them sneaking it into my pocket. I'd rather they be upfront about it. It's like the U2 album. It's like, just cause it's free doesn't mean I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's fine. Just, just like putting it in the pockets of all my jackets. I, I feel like maybe you could tell, talk to your people or something about that. Maybe just maybe handing Ooh. the garlic. I don't know. I don't. I really cannot lose that account. Yeah, they're my big one. They're my big special one. You know, I just can't. I can't stand to lose that account. You know. So I I can't. I I can't. I do sense your level of desperation. Yes. Huh? No. No. It sounds like if you're not, not, uh -uh. if you're not, no, supplying garlic to Olive Garden that your life might be in shambles. So I and I don't no. want to mess with that at all. I f- I already feel really guilty talking about it so much. No, I'm fine. I'm fine, but I'll do anything to make a sale. Yeah, okay, you sound you are sounding a little bit more frantic the more uh-uh. we, we talk about it. Not well, me. Is there Are you, let me, you know, if I can just Real quick, I just want to get some assurance here. Are you okay? Uh-huh. As good as a garlic salesperson could be. You know, I'm not just a salesperson. I'm actually the territory manager to the Southwest. Wow. It's a big deal. I sell, I move a lot of garlic every year. How many, so you're a manager. How many people do you have under you? Uh, well, I say that I have people under me, but what I really mean is my cat. Um, oh. I count her as an employee. I think it's fun and cute. And sometimes when I Zoom with my boss, I hold her up in front of the camera and we laugh so much. Um, but yeah, so that's yeah, that's, that's it. Fun. I just manage, I manage my cat. It's unofficial, but we have fun. I mean, is your cat involved in the garlic process in any way? Do you use the cat or is it just a joke? I take her with me on calls. Okay. I think that counts then. I have a special purse that I zip her into and it's really fun because it has leg holes and a head hole and a tail hole. But then it has handles on top, so I just can pick her up and just kind of put her over my shoulder and just take her with me whenever I'm on the go, you know, Aww, slinging that garlic, yeah. trying that's, to make sales. That's really mm-hmm. cute. And your, your purse is probably full of garlic as well. Nope. Well, yes and no. Not the cat purse. Cats really don't do well with garlic. They often die after ingesting mm. it. So on my left side, Injecting? I have my cat. Uh, I... I meant to say ingesting, but maybe I said injecting. Cats will also die if you inject them. And I don't really want to talk about how I know that because it's very sad. And also the reason why okay. I have a new cat. Um, I mean, so is, there, I keep... is there like mm-hmm. a possibility that having a garlic addiction might lead to injecting it? Maybe it's not as strong as it used to be once you're sort of on it so frequently. They've done... They've done studies. Garlic is not habit forming. I get that question a lot. It's delicious, but no, you cannot be addicted. You cannot. They've done studies. Do you know anyone who has injected garlic, I guess is my main question. I don't know if it is appropriate for me to divulge my family's story right now. Um, Yeah. HIPAA violation. 
my cousin Bruce. I don't think it's right for me to talk about him. It is not so much a HIPAA violation, but really part of our garlic code of honor that I just I just can't violate right now yeah. or ever. Big on honor, especially with all like the your employees under you. You want to set a good example. For sure. I can't have this cat, you know, in my purse on the left. I can't have her being dishonorable. No. We have to make the sale by any means necessary. You're talking very sort of sort of casually using terminology that, you know, I'll do anything to make a sale. I'll do whatever it takes. Um, are you are not, you, you're not familiar very... with, with terms that we use in the sales world, like make a sale? Is that what? No, that are, you con- but... are you confused because of the boating thing Cameron said? Uh, yeah. Because I'm not I, I don't talk- think... I'm not trying to make a boat sale, but I will have to if that will get me a S-A-L-E. You're just trying to sell a boatload of garlic. Yes. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. You two are So the that's best. the part that really, really got me. Because, you know, people, I, I have worked with some salespeople before, and the by any means necessary was, you know, usually you just cut your losses at a certain point. But um, could, you, could, you, could you give me an example of, the any means necessary that you've gone through. Are you talking just about like you'll like a discount or, or what do you mean? For by instance, that? with Olive Garden, how did you get that? Um, you know, that client? Well, um, I knew the local Olive Garden manager. He, um, his name was Devin. Devin and I went to high school together. One night I came into Olive Garden and I think that garlic is such a good product, it sells itself, except I'm really selling it. So garlic and I are selling it together. And I like to treat my sales meetings like interviews. So I walked into Olive Garden with my cat purse on my left shoulder, and I walked up to the bar, and on the tile top of the bar, I put a clove of garlic, and I said, Devin, I want you to sell me this clove of garlic. And I walked Whoa. out. I walked out with the biggest commission anyone had ever seen. So that's what you meant by any means necessary is that you'll you'll like put a garlic leaf down on a table. Um, it's a clove, first of all. I think you said leaf. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fully different thing. I don't even sell the leaves. Uh, my colleague Chantal sells them, but no, I am cloves only, cloves and bulbs. Um. But yeah, that is one example of the links I have gone to to get garlic in the hands of the people that need it. Wow. Okay, so yeah, it sounds like they they just kind of needed a garlic supplier. And that's and you were right there and that's probably what made it work. Sometimes um, things work out. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. And do you have any other clients or is that just sort of the only one? Well, I'm working on a big one tonight. I would love to have your endorsement for garlic tonight. What can I do to make this happen? Yeah, I'll mean, do anything to make this sale. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, and I feel like this is a terrible negotiating tactic. But I'm gonna cards on the table. We do need a garlic supplier. You aren't supposed to. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's an option. I think it, they deserve to know that it is an option. I don't want to be the next Olive Garden and just give in. Uh, our old, 
our old gar- I and I also want to be honest, our old garlic dealer, our our garlic supplier was kidnapped. Yeah. It's I mean you you know the business. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous business. We've all, so Yeah, whenever I say like I'm I'm I've been familiar with these marketing types. Um I used to be. And then you know, it it got to be very very competitive and you know, once people start getting shot down in the streets, mm. you start rethinking, you know, should I even be in the garlic business at all? And yeah. cuz we aren't we are just like we use it and that's all. We we don't try to get into all the selling business. It's um you know, it, it's People had different ways of dealing with this in, uh, you know, the 80s, the 70s and 80s. And um, for garlic, I don't think that it's fair. I, I don't know. I, it's I, just I, too too problematic. Yeah. I actually, I don't want to get into conspiracy stuff, but I heard that the CIA actually put out a bunch of garlic onto the streets. Like, mm. it, they're the actual origin for it. But, you mm. know, I, mean, I don't want to get into those kind of conspiracies. But, no, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying. Like... Uh, I like, I mean, okay. You talked about the benefits of garlic. Can we talk about that a little bit? Of course. I would love to tell you all the benefits of garlic, but, um, is it okay if I unzip my cat and just let her kind of roam around? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'm going to do that. Look at her. She's so sweet. What do you think her name is? Ooh. What do I I think it is? What do you think her Um, name is? I'm gonna say Winona Ryder. Yes. How did wow. you know that? Oh, you are so no. smart. I love selling garlic when it just brings me into contact with super smart people like you. Oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I am pretty <laughs> bright. I am pretty brilliant. Doctor uh, uh, London. I, I'm uh, what? Can I pull you aside for a second? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. So. Here, Darlene. Do you want to play we... games on my phone? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is an example of how we got roped into this business the last time. It's not safe. And I, you know, I don't know that we need more garlic in our lives. Maybe it's time to just, there, there are other foods you, out there. Okay. So you're, you're wanting our pizza crust to not have like a buttery garlic sauce spread on it anymore. You want to go with garlic less pizza crust. I'm saying like, no more garlic bread, which again I can't eat the bread, so I'm just eating butter and garlic that's in my hands. Yeah, look, I know that that's how you eat, um, and that's what you what you your diet dictates. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it's not. I don't know that it's safe. You know what happened last time? You're, you know you don't there's want, you're, you want you you will never have another garlic Palmer. The Arnold Palmer with garlic in it. That's your favorite drink, Doctor London. I can't say that I that I won't because you know we we all so all sort of backslide sometimes. But what I'm saying is, she's using the very aggressive, very um, harsh techniques that always work on you with the the flattery and the the, the relentless flattery. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like I just wanted to make you aware of it. Before we go into this, okay, okay, okay. I'm aware. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, I, you know, I, I want to be a better like negotiator and and businessman. So yeah, okay. I, I, I get it. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, All right. let's let's get back in. Okay. All right, Darlene, how much for the garlic? Oh no! Wow. Okay, we're getting we're doing this already, huh? I just okay. want to well, know. I want to know the price. I guess you know. Your pitch. This isn't. This is just to to know kind of what your thing. And for the supply that 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 if we were hypothetically to want to get back in the game, um, what what kind of price we're talking? Uh, <sighs> well, first of all, I have some bad news. Oh, Cameron, you're, I beat your high score on Flappy Bird. Here's your phone back. Oh wow. <laughs> You got 70 points. I'm never going to be able to beat that. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. And my initials are in there now, so you'll remember me forever. D-A-T, Darlene Antoot. That is me. I have one full Laffy Bird. Um, but as far as pricing for the garlic, it is a very, very reasonable 50 cents a bulb. If you want to do more than 100 bulbs right now, I can knock that down to 30 cents a bulb. Well, um... So, so we've we've been in the game before, and we know the prices. And we, like, granted, I know the market's changed a little bit by now, but um, what I'm thinking is, and Cameron, go with me on that. That that that, that price is kind. Of, that is sky high. Compared oh, that's to so high. We're so poor. We're so poor. We're losers. Prices. Oh, that's and so expensive. Plus, I don't even know if I want to. I don't know if I want to get back in on this. Um. This whole world, because uh, sure we have old connections, and sure we could reconnect, and we could really get things going, and that could maybe you know be more profitable even than the Patreon at this point, uh, the Jock Talk I mean, Podcast good Patreon. Luck. Yeah, yeah, good luck on that. But at the same time, I don't. There's so much sacrifice. More. What are you trying to say? You've been talking for a long period of time, and I don't yeah. know what you're saying. So, I just I'm I'm just. Well, Karen, I'm trying to put up a lot of hesitation here. Oh, so that, so uh, we don't keep talking, get... Doctor London. Yeah. So, so just morally and ethically, we have to reconsider whether we even want to be a part of this game, much less work it from you, someone who's sure like family now because you've been talking to us for a bit. But... And you take card. Yeah, that that is big for us. Um. Anyway, so so I'm just you know. You know our reservations, and I can tell you that we can probably get a better price if we went to our, well, not our old dealer, because they, they Our they old dealer's kidnapper. Yeah, our old dealer's kidnapper. Because he's got a great pitch, too. Yeah, and we have him over for, for Christmas, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, I just, just so you know, that's kind of what you're competing against, and can you sweeten the deal with any of your, by any means necessary, talk? Yep. Yeah, what do we get out of this? Wow. Aside from garlic. Dr. London, you are you are such a tough negotiator. You are so tough. Uh, I can't believe hey, that, how tough you are. That makes me jealous. I'm jealous now. Oh, you're too smart to be jealous. Don't be jealous. Oh, okay. Uh, no, wait, no. So Cameron, Cameron, I think this is it again. I think what? I think we are going to go ahead and close this deal. Yes. And um, I can leave these two cloves here, and um, I'll deliver the rest of it next week. Wow. I, I mean, Dr. London, we did we, how much should we commit to? How, how much should we commit to? 
Um, I think it was a hundred bulbs at thirty cents each. And so, did we just commit to a hundred, or did we order like a thousand? You did order a thousand. You did. Thank you for. Dang it! You're so smart. Thank you for reminding me of that. I completely forgot that we ordered a thousand. Cameron, that was smart of you, but still, thank you. It's the flattery thing again. We talked her this down, is, didn't we? I d- it's hard to tell. The thing is, it's these aggressive flattery techniques that have brought so many people to ruin. So many families have been ruined by this. And I just don't, I don't want this to be... Uh, okay, here, here's something to address. Um, the, there are rumors out there that the, the offspring of people who are, let's say, addicted to garlic... Uh, that they start out with an addiction to garlic is that, and I I haven't seen, you know, a lot of clinical studies that really reinforce that, but is, has that been a concern within your area of the business? So when you say that you haven't seen a lot of clinical studies to that really examine the addiction, the multi-generational addiction of garlic, how many was that? Zero? I think what you meant to say was I've seen no studies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. I've seen many studies. Well, it, was, it was a case study, but a case okay. study. Okay. No, sorry. Go, okay. on, go on. I've seen many studies that show that garlic is safe and natural and non-addictive and really just a pleasant, healthy addition to many meals, or just one as a snack, just one bulb as a snack. What about? What about the accusations that a garlic addiction, if you're pregnant, leads to an extra stinky baby? Okay, that um, that study, if you look at who actually funded that, that was funded by Big Oregano. So I don't think that that is really a credible study when you look at where the money is coming from. And honestly, I've had a child and I eat a lot of garlic and that baby was savory, if anything. Okay, that's valid. Um, I, I can tell that you get all these questions a lot. I do. Um, maybe I should tell you a story about my own history with garlic. Please. Yes, yes. When yeah, I, what got you started on this garlic adventure? I love garlic so much. And I love meeting people like you who become my family so quickly. When I was younger, I went out on a girls' night with two friends And um, I have kind of a limited diet. I mostly eat garlic and garlic-based products. And they happen to have whole roasted garlic on the menu. I didn't want to share, so I ended up essentially eating two bulbs of whole roasted garlic. And that night, I had a little bit of a stomach ache, but that's okay. That's how garlic aids in your digestion. It makes you very, very sick when you eat it in large quantities and kind of cleanses everything. Um, So I had a little bit of tummy troubles and I went to bed um, and then my boyfriend came over. Uh, He's an ex now, so don't even worry about that. Uh, My ex-boyfriend came over and I had been releasing gas all night. And as soon as he opened the door, it was a studio apartment, so my bed was right by the door. He looked at me and he said, what are you cooking? Because my fart smelled just like garlic. And if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. Okay. Th- that, that was a good pitch. 
that that's an interesting pitch you did say this was how you got like interested in garlic but then you started off by saying that you were already only eating garlic yeah so how long had you been Uh only on this like garlic diet well i've added a couple more things to my diet um a little bit more variety like um i actually do low carb and i have been eating a lot of cheese steaks out of my hands um a lot of french dips where i just dip my hands that are holding meat into a bowl of meat juice and i just eat that wait uh-huh. see wait. dr dr london was talk- saying that this was really weird that i do the same thing but that's, oh, this no. is a common thing all my friends do he's it he's from the swampland so he doesn't he doesn't get it i guess this is because i don't normally latch onto every diet trend you know if i if i go to a friend's house and they don't have any br- you know they'll have say bratwurst or something and then they don't have any i'll say do you have buns for this they will just shake their head no and that'll that'll kind of be the end of it um it sounds like maybe i'm i'm just not working enough on my own diet maybe that's maybe i'm the problem in this um and maybe usually yeah most so so i i guess you know now's as appropriate time as any um when i was when i was younger i had an experience with garlic myself and it's it's kind of what gives me a lot of reservations about it Uh uh-huh i used to um now i i've never been afraid of carbs so i you know i had a bagel toasted and i used to you know spread can i stop you right there yeah i don't fear carbs so much as i have a healthy respect for them okay keep going okay yeah so so i would um you so you you fear carbs in the same way that you would like fear god it's out of sort of a it's it's out of sort of like a reverence no yeah absolutely and um, when I go out to brunch, I'm like, hey, keep that God basket away from me, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I guess. guess I don't feel the, <laughs> I don't quite feel the same. But in any case, um, so I I was going to school. And, you know, peop- this this is how some of these things get. Um, I was, I liked garlic a lot. Yeah. And I was in high school, and a lot of my friends were getting into garlic. And, you know, you see all the commercials and stuff like don't do garlic, whatever. And so so I get um, I, I start going heavy with it. Like I, I have a bagel that I just cover and like I spread the garlic on it like butter and along with butter. And so, so I, I eat that and then I get to school and like, yeah, I guess with, with it's OK, things, Dr. London, it's OK. You reach a point where and this this. I guess I guess my rock bottom. If we're man, I did not think today was gonna go like this. Um, but but I get to school and I, I sp- I speak, and as I'm talking to someone, I think, whose breath smells so bad? And I'm Aww. looking around, Doctor London, and and it was my breath. It was your breath. Yeah, and so I, you know, that day I decided like. Maybe on top of your normal stink, you've got extra garlicky stink that day. That was really sad. I remember that day. Yeah, well, because we all, you know, kind of recognize our own odors usually, but this mm-hmm. was a new one. This was a scary one. This is one that I didn't want to perpetuate. So I, I, I cut. I mean, not cold turkey. You can't cut cold turkey, obviously, with not with garlic. But I, I got a new program and I decreased. You know, family was very supportive. I got out of it. Um, of course, through the podcast, we made some connections and kind of got back into the garlic biz again. Yeah, t- 
so you were put on you went to a rehab and got put on garlic down right yeah that's right yeah and uh you know like and it's it's very helpful you know these these places do a lot of good uh but you know even the the garlic down has some 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 benefits in in any case so i'm just a weekend user like i don't know i'm not an addict I, i think i'm doing pretty good i'm just like a weekend guy you know Maybe on the weekends, make some pizza with some garlic on the crust, you know. Yeah, lose the crust itself, just eat the garlic and the butter. And I mean, you know, you know, like uh, vacations and holidays, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And you. And the occasional uh, weeknight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was going to say the weeknights you have declared holidays and you'll text me to make, I guess, to document it. As a holiday. Oh, I mean, if Jimmy Fallon's on TV, it's a holiday to me. I've said that for a really long time. Yeah, aggressively too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, so I guess. Um, as aggressive as Jimmy gets after after a few. Yeah. Yeah, which is scary and intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've heard the stories. Yep. But, um. So so I guess that brings me to the fact that. I, you know, I, I'm hesitant to get back into the game, but we did already do an informal agreement. Yeah. Saying are you, that. Are you trying? I, I don't know what you're getting at. Are you saying that we should up our order to 2000? I, I think so. Yeah. Can and we I, up our order to 2000? Do we get a discount? Absolutely. Except you up it to 3000, I'll throw in the cat. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're get, does that do anything for you? I'll throw in the cat. Complimentary cat. We get Winona? Yes. Yeah, you will get to keep her, and and I will throw in the cat purse. It's my own design. Oh, wow! What, what do original. you say, fellas? What do you say? What do you say? I'll do anything to make a sale. Am I making it for you? I know you've already. Come on. You, you I mean, say you'll do honest. anything. Will you? Will you? Uh, like do the dishes? Yes. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, so if you can do the dishes at your uh-huh. own house, is that it? And at my own house. Yeah, take our dishes to your house. I don't want you doing them here. Mm-mm. Take our dishes no, to your no. house, do the dishes, and then return yes. them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and then what else? I don't, I mean, will she kill someone for she's, us? Do we want to Do we want to kill someone? I've never thought about I this don't before. So, I've never had the option. Cameron, this is these aggressive, flattery, helpful techniques that I, that's why I got out of the game. She's being so aggressive about it, like with her flattery and her helpfulness and offering to clean stuff for us. No, uh, I'm asking. That's Dr. we're London. getting that. Like in exchange for getting three thousand, we get stuff out of it too because she'll do anything for a sale. I'm asking, I, do we want to kill someone? I don't know. I, I, I guess we can just think you of two, someone. Like you two. No, I. You two are so, so good like, at whispering. So good. Oh, thank you, thank you. I've been practicing. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I guess like. I, no, don't let Cameron. Let's not have anyone killed. I, I don't. I don't. You know, I just it's like ethically, I have reservations. Yeah. About um, killing people. I don't know, like. But maybe just have her wash your car. Okay, I guess that can be a decent trade-off. Yeah. I mean, I know part of your car is gone, but the part that's still there that that you haven't converted into a boat for the promotional purposes, which now I get it. Now I get that it was a part of your sailing thing. Yeah. Uh, that because the car's upside down. 
Oh, uh, that could be something that our our audience would really like. It, uh, uh, Darlene, would you be willing to kill Davy Jones for us? Oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Who is that? Yeah, totally. I'll totally do it. I'll totally murder him in his yeah. sleep, and then it, I'll it, leave a clove of garlic on his body. Davy Jones doesn't he live? Does he does he live at the bottom of the ocean? I don't. Not I don't SpongeBob. Really... SpongeBob does that. Oh, but and he's the only one. I don't know. I don't. Keep, I don't keep up a lot with. Uh with people and you know this isn't to to be i don't know uh prejudice or anything but i there are people from other regions of the world such as under the sea that i don't keep in contact with regularly but i, yeah. I feel like i would understand them more if i was around them more well just... Dave, davy jones his big breakout role was the second pirates of the caribbean movie where he had like a squid beard or something or like a squid face okay and he was very mean to our friends Johnny Depp and um, Orlando Bloom. They're your Mixed friends. Feelings about Johnny Depp at this point, but yes, yeah, they've been uh, on the your show. Friends? Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. I, well, they're definitely Cameron's that, friends. Is that an issue? No, no, it's not an issue. I just named my cat Winona Ryder, so I would think that it's not an issue, though. It's fine. Have you ever kissed a guy with a squid really beard? It's wild. Anymore. It's wild. Have I what? Kissed a guy with a squid beard. Oh, no, I can't say that I have. It's wild. I recommend it. If you want me to, I could have one here in a half hour. Squid beard boy. I kissed someone who had like like horse hooves for mouths. So not really squiddy, but it was more like horse hooves. Yeah. That was and interesting. Was, yeah, well, Tinder. You, you kind of get that kind of stuff there. So it's... Um, in any case, I so so I feel like we're we're just about done with the deal, and I, I we just we just have these chores to do. Um, okay, and, so and let's then, just finish it here. Three thousand, three thousand. Mm-hmm. Kill mm-hmm. Davy Jones. Do our dishes, but at your house and bring them at back. my house. Uh huh. Great. I'm just drawing up the paperwork now. Okay. okay. I mean, All right. Dr. Lynn, I think this is great. Okay. All right, you have if the you official just... Jock Doc seal oh. of approval. You got oh. the stamp. I'm so happy to get the stamp. It means so much that you trust me to deliver this garlic to you. Whew. Yeah, I'm no, relieved. it's um, it's it's a highly competitive, not not unlike the the garlic, uh, community. The the Jock Talk podcast, uh, stamp of approval is highly sought after and difficult mm-hmm. to obtain. Yep. And but I, you know, cards on the table. You, I feel like you broke each of us down completely and we, we went through our addiction ish anyway. So, so, you know, you kind of earned this and to whatever extent. Um, but, but we have to take care of these chores and, uh, right. Do you want me to explain what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If you could. Uh, so a while ago we realized that we had been neglecting a lot of chores, a lot of things on our to-do list. And so we put together this fun little wheel that we call the chore wheel and every week when we do the show, we spin it, and whatever it lands on, that is the task that we have to do, just to knock it out. And again, one of the reasons we're asking someone to do the dishes is because we've yet to land on do the dishes. And so it's sort of just been piling up and piling up and molding, and there's a lot it of... make it easier on us, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of dish stink. Sort, sort of as stinky as a baby born from a garlic addict. Um, so your allegedly. dishes are savory, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, savory allegedly, v- very savory smell. Um, so, uh, Darlene, can you go ahead and give the wheel a bit of a spin? 
Oh, I'll do you one better. I'm going to hold up Winona and she's going to spin it with her little paw. Ah! Go ahead, Noni. Ah! <sighs> Not this one. Oh, oh. dang. No, I should have I should have expected this to happen, really. But Yeah, I knew this was going to happen one day. Um, I mean, it's on the list, so of course it's, it's going to happen. It's on the list. So, it's on the wheel. Yeah, so it says, of course, um, it's part of, and it is odd that our last few have kind of been the spring cleaning sort of theme, but uh, this this one says we read through journals and clean out old mindsets and thought patterns. So, uh, I get it's kind of like spring cleaning, like with the dishes, because people do that every spring. Um, but instead of doing the dishes, it's like doing the dishes of your mind through the journals that you've written. And we, so we, we, everything that's unhealthy that we've written down, we, we throw out and replace it with a, a good mindset, a good thought pattern. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to give us a, show us how that sounds, Dr. London? Yeah. And so, and I should also say like, there is a sticky note on here and I don't know, it's very odd considering that this is all at random, but it does say, and try to relate it to St. Patrick's Day. So oh, we have to relate our like mental health improvements to st patrick's day somehow it says try i don't okay yeah i mean it's a chore i i don't i'm really wondering what the the day someone wrote that down and i can't recognize the handwriting anyway um yeah so let me just uh take out my journal and so this is from uh you know we're trying to get rid of old thought patterns bad you know unhealthy ways of thinking and doing things uh so this is from a bad time in my life Mm -hmm. um yeah, so let me just uh, woke up today, ate a bagel. Not an everything bagel, no. This one. This one had garlic. Ah, uh, this hurts to hear. Uh-huh, not uh-huh. Just a little bit of garlic. I tell people that I spread it like butter because that makes it you know, relatable to butter. And that's, that's, that's relatable, but really it's a mountain. Sometimes I throw out the bagel altogether and I just take spoonfuls, handfuls. I eat the garlic as is minced or not cloves. Keep going. Whole. Keep going. This is almost all, there. This is all my life. This is everything. This is all of me. And that's how I want it to be. And if ever someday comes, Whenever I try to give up this, to call it a habit, almost makes it sound negative. Uh, if anyone tries to persuade me that this is not the life I want to live, I can spit garlic in their face and deny that. Because this is the best I've ever felt. Wow. Anyway, so... <coughs> so, so that's that, kind that of in the depths of your addiction, Dr. London. Yeah, I, and honestly... and. You know, it, you probably don't even I've, remember writing that. You were probably blacked out on garlic. That's what I'm because because I don't remember using that much garlic. Um, Can I just say, I found that highly erotic. And yes, I did complete. If you know what I mean, I thought that was great. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Th- wow. I, I, I guess thank you. Um, and normally, whenever I, it does bring in a new element for why you're in this business, I guess. But in any case, um, 
Yes, I. It's good to share, and because that that way I can get past this. So normally I don't pick up these journals and read them later. I, I'm kind of always looking ahead. I so mean, anyway, should we so just I, ask real quick since it was brought up, Darlene? Do you, are you sexually involved with garlic? What? How? How dare you? What? No, I, I would never. I no, I, no. I have no idea what that no. means. Um, me too. I don't know. Uh-uh. Not me. Not me and garlic. Not me in a clove or a bowl or have two you ever, bulbs. Have you ever made out with two bulbs of garlic? Huh? And no. You sort of not turn never. them into lips. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Look, Cameron's had experience with the hooves. It's, you know, we, we've all we've all had these moments in our dating lives and our relationships where maybe we do things that we looking back we aren't as it doesn't look as favorable but uh uh, Uh, did you say favorable or flavorable now i said favorable but flavorable i suppose also applies strongly to this Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but in any case uh for for me i do want to because because i i feel like we might be about to hear something a little bit more from from Darlene, but for me, I want to say, I've gotten past that mindset and thought pattern, and now I don't. Um, I, I want to let Cam- Cameron handle most of the business with this garlic going forward. If that's... yeah, yeah, I can I can deal with the garlic stuff. That's fine. I deal with most of the things on the show. Yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like this is, um, I would have to to compromise a lot of my. Um, resolutions yeah. that I made. Yes. But Dr. Leonard, so what are you doing to to flip the script on on these things that you're struggling with, right? Isn't this the point? The point of this is like cleaning out. Yeah. So honestly, I thought that saying that you were in charge of all that stuff now would be it, but it, it sounds like that's not satisfactory. So I guess going forward, maybe um, I'm going to have... Okay, so my problem in that journal entry was I was throwing away the bagel and eating only the garlic. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to throw away all the garlic and eat only bagels. That's I think that's a great improvement. I hate okay. this. I I opposite of completed when you said that. I'm yeah, I'm sorry I'm in, to, to hear that. I'm back at 0 now, if you know what I mean. I was at plus 1. Mhm. It's pretty sad. And try as the Sahara. If you want to get graphic, yes. Okay, so Anyway, I I feel like you know I've shared and maybe Darlene, if you wouldn't mind sharing. Um, yeah, I'd love to. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, just when I'm done, just let me know if either of you completes during this. I just want to know. Yeah, I'm pretty and confident I probably... that I won't, so I'm going to say that up front. Um, but you know, if I'm taken by surprise, I will let you know. If I'm taken by surprise, I think you'll hear if I like. If I react a certain way, yeah. Um, but we'll, I, I guess we'll see. Well, I think that's pretty confident, but I guess we'll see. All right, here we go. March 17, 2011. Today was unseasonably warm. I wore a green shirt and green umbros and green shoes as I walked proudly down the street. I walk past oh, that she must frat be house. From the swamplands too. Excuse me. I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You must be from the swamplands too, because you're wearing green and, and doing mm-hmm. all those things. If you are interrupting, I'm going to assume you're interrupting to tell me you're completing. 
And oh, I'm sorry. Only... I apologize. That, I apologize. That is the rule. That, that is, is the rule. rule. I, the rule. I won't inter- interrupt again. Okay. Um, walking down the street. I walk past that terrible frat house, the Pi Betas. They looked at me and they started screaming things like, Hey, toot, you smell like a salami. And one of them threw a cup of green beer at me. And I was glad that I was already wearing all green because if I was wearing a white shirt, it would get green and also kind of see-through. And I didn't want that. So another one of them, frat boys, didn't throw a green beer at me, but also said that I smelled like a salami. And soon the whole lot of them were chanting, Salame! Salame! And I ran home crying. Oh, wow. That sounds like a really tough experience. It was awful. Yeah. And I no, I'm just just thinking of bagels. Um, so whenever they talk to you about salami, uh, is that because that's a dish that you like? I think it's because I had eaten a lot of garlic the night before and it was kind of radiating out of my pores and giving me a salami like odor. Yeah. 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 Whenever I think of, uh, Sorry if this sounds, you know, insensitive, but uh, garlic breath. Uh, whenever I have that, then, yeah, most people say, oh, is there salamis in here? Yeah, Someone calls you some... salami boy. I have to ask, when I was reading that, did either of you... No, no, no just bagels, I... bagels, strong thoughts yeah, of bagels the whole time. No, I like you had said the opposite of that, that's sort of, that's kind of, it's fully up in my body is basically what I For can say. For my own self-confidence i'm going to pretend it was the opposite of that okay so it sounds like that's her form of spring cleaning is pretending that we really 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 enjoyed that story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great so cameron do you want to share your okay well i mean i guess i'll go ahead and read mine which is um march 17th uh 1986 I go out on the town in my brownest of brown poo-colored shirt with my brownest of brown poo-colored baseball cap. Of course, you wear the baseball cap backwards, as is tradition on St. Patrick's Day. And I took my little jackrabbit down to the spaghetti restaurant because that's, of course, that's where everyone meets and eats. It's a, you know, it's a holiday of spaghetti. Um, and... Uh, I ate so much spaghetti that I uh, sort of uh, puked spaghetti goo everywhere. And that was really embarrassing. That's what my journal entry says. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... And I hate myself because of it. I think about it every single day. I want to die. So what part of that do you think is making you want to die, making you hate yourself? My stomach hurts still. Every time I eat, like, a gigantic amount of spaghetti, my stomach hurts so bad. So do you think that maybe going forward you could try not eating giant amounts of spaghetti? You think I should replace it with giant amounts of garlic? Mmm, I like that. That is interesting. It's Garlic has healing properties. Yeah, I can commit to that. What kind of healing properties? Like, my foot's been broken for, like, a year. Is that going to help this? Yes, absolutely. Garlic is an osteoretic, which means it uh, grows bones back. That'll help. Wow. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Sure. In any case, um, we can we can go ahead and take down the chore wheel. Uh, now we've got um. Do you just want to shoot it? Well, I I, I, I don't got really the want... wrecking ball. Okay, yeah, use just the use the wrecking ball. ball. Yeah, just go that's, ahead. That's easier because that's gravity. DJ Dylan, can you pull the wrecking ball crank and to destroy the chore wheel this week? Yes. Winona, watch out! Oh my God, the cat! Winona! Oh no! Oh God! Oh! Oh, she's so flat and bloody. It's so bad. Oh God! I'm gonna have I mean, nightmares. I didn't really want a cat anyway. I'm gonna be completely honest. And it, Winona hates you, so maybe this is for the best. Thing, everything happens for a reason, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. You're super wise. You're super wise, and that's what I love about you. How's a how's a quick recovery? Well, um, so so that feels like a good time to kind of wrap things up. I feel like we've, um, you know, resolved some of our, well, at least one of us res- resolved an issue. No, I guess a lot of us. So anyway, um. Thank you, uh, Darlene Toot, for, for being on the podcast. Thank you for being on Jock Talk Podcast. Is there any way for listeners to keep up with you? Of course. Just go to the website, garlic.com backslash raw, and search for my name, Darlene Toot, and don't forget, I'll do anything to make a sale. I guess that, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, don't forget to subscribe to our Jock Talk Podcast Patreon. Yes. Um, and this month, I believe we're going to be giving out some of Dr. London's dreams. He has these recurring dreams, and he's gonna he can give them to you. So he'll never dream it again, and they're yours to keep. We're going to add a tier just for that. And it's tough because uh, I used to keep a dream journal, but now I'm not, I can't do that anymore because they are given away. No, yeah, so uh, we're, we're, and we're doing, um, you know, we're not giving them pieces of the journal. We're making a CGI video of your dream. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's high production cost. And part of the deal is once I, I can't relive any of it. I'm not allowed to see this stuff. Yeah. I'm not allowed to, to have my own personal record of it. Uh, these are my dreams that I can I can no longer access. They are for you, the listener. So yep. uh, enjoy those. Um, anyway, thank you uh, to Cameron, to our producer, for um, really angling this towards the strong nautical theme. I, I yes. like that, that the strong nautical theme we've been pushing throughout uh thank you to 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 don the hose oh hello 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 ahoy 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 my name is darlene toot thank you for having me on i am a territory manager to the southwest for garlic and i'll do anything to make a sale I'll do anything to make a sale. I'll do anything to make a sale. Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. Who is that? Yeah, totally. I'll totally do it. I'll totally murder him in his sleep. And then I'll leave a clove of garlic on his body. Because my fart smelled. Just like garlic. Because my fart smelled. My name is Dr. Lennon Smith.com, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. Ahoy, mateys. Mm-hmm.